Hello and welcome back to Let the Wookie Win, our first episode in for a long time. More time than there was in between each of the most recent Star Wars. No, I, that's wrong. You just confused me. I don't know. Honestly, I love The Force Awakens, and then like it's I, just, I still can't get. I, I try. I really try because like I, when I watch Star Wars, I have to watch all of them. But I can't get ten minutes in past. I just uh, regardless, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Thank you everybody for coming back with us. We've been gone. Obviously, COVID had us gone for however long. Uh, we tried to do it remotely for a while. Just yeah. Didn't, didn't quite work out. No, not uh, so much. We didn't have the fancy technology that we had. No. Now it's 2022, yeah. and people were stuck inside for two years, and so we've developed means of communicating I mean, at not, home. Not us. No. Other people. No. Yeah. We just take credit for them. Exactly. And use them. Exactly. Yeah freaking um no it's been um so is there any has anything gone on in the star wars land since we've been um let's see (laughs) were we doing this yeah but we're the um hmm this thing called the book of boba fett was pretty pretty popular i'm just saying it's been five years since the last jedi i'm still bitching about it yeah no i i every 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 episode i'm aware of that and i'm sorry uh but uh so yeah no so it's funny i went to go put the rundown together for the show today and literally all there is online is lego star wars it's all lego star wars literally every single every single article is about lego star wars well, it's crazy. I, I I actually just saw somebody post uh, Facebook a couple of days ago that they got the new X-wing. It's... Oh, like the actual Lego X-wing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, no, I'm talking. Is... I'm talking like the the game. Lego oh, Star Wars the game. the game. Yeah, they just put out the whole saga. Uh, it's remastered oh, all really? nine movies. Oh, I didn't um, even realize that. Fans are freaking out about it. Yeah, I'm gonna play it later not, today. I am now. I didn't even. Know oh, I'm so excited. I'm gonna play it later today. Um, that was one of my favorite. Uh, the the Lego Batman. Oh my! The, well, the movie my Lego Batman is. Okay, so the Dark Knight is a cinematic masterpiece that may never be matched or topped, but Lego Batman is the best Batman movie of all time. And let me follow that up. The Dark Knight is a cinematic masterpiece that may never be matched or topped, but the Batman is the best live-action Batman movie. Okay, well that's for another podcast. Yeah, totally different. That's yeah, that's geeked in. Because otherwise I'm gonna get an argument. Because for some reason I didn't like. So we'll get it. Uh, anyway, we'll Star Wars. Exactly. Star Wars. Yeah, no, I'm super excited to play it. Um, it's everyone's loving it. Um, they've always been really liked games. Like I, I've never heard anybody go, "No, I hate the Lego Star Wars games." They're all really fun. Yeah, they're fun. They, you can play them for hours because yeah. there's so many things that are, uh, you know, different things you have to unlock and things like that. So you can just sit there and have a blast. Like I said, that Batman one was was a was a blast. I had a, I had a lot of fun with that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so it's all nine movies. Right? All nine. Uh, yeah. Yep, and um, it's all nine, and I'm I'm very excited to play it. Um, I wonder how long it is, you know, because it's all nine. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, theoretically, that would literally be nine whole games. Yeah, you know, so yeah, but it's probably just like the Batman one where they, you know, the '66 uh, Batman was in with that. They were all yeah. It could just be it could just be parts. I don't know. I I I heard it was part like a remaster, but I guess it's it's not. I don't know. Hmm. I'm gonna have to play it later. Yeah, but. the only other thing I could find online was that um, they just announced, uh, I think earlier today or yesterday, um, the fourth or the third. Either way, <laughs> they announced that what they're going to be doing as a showcase at um, at Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get peaks of, of obviously Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get a peek at Andor, mm-hmm. and then um, there was oh um, Mandalorian season three. Uh, yeah, so I mean. Mandalorian season three was basically uh, Boba Fett. So I was gonna say three. They should one, call it three point five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, which is, but the, you know what? Uh, you know, we'll get into this with the Boba Fett speak, but uh, I loved it regardless. Oh yeah, no, it's you know, it's funny. It started off, and I I loved the first episode. The second episode was okay. Um, I really didn't dig the whole Tuscan Raiders thing. Um, that was wasn't bad. It was just it it was it seemed like they could have gotten that message of the story that they were mm-hmm. trying to get. I mean, I get it. It was all you know heart wrenching and blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> right. But at the end of the day, 
you know, I don't think it played how they wanted it to. And honestly, I didn't get blown away with the series. I mean, there was moments. There's absolutely moments, like yeah. when the huts come up and the oh, Rancor yeah. with Danny Trejo oh. and and all that stuff. And and um, I can't, never Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Um, I remember when he appeared in the comics for the first time mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Um, but it wasn't until we basically got a Mandalorian episode and they took Boba Fett out of Boba Fett. Yeah. That I was finally like, okay, this yeah. is amazing. So the, the feeling that I got from it was we have to put out some Boba Fett content. You know, it, after everything with Mandalorian, uh, you know, in season two, meeting up with Boba Fett, they were like, okay, this has been a thing for years. Well, supposedly that was supposed to be the first anthology film with Josh Trank. And, yeah, so you know. for years people have been clamoring for Boba Fett material and finally which when, I've never understood when until all the season finale that you know now he's back and they, I think that they wanted to get something out right away and I don't hmm. think they fully fleshed everything out and that's why they had to you know they're like well we don't have a full you know eight episodes a story for Boba Fett but we can throw the Mandalorian in there boom and yeah yeah I mean I don't know I I um I don't know I, I enjoyed it it wasn't bad it was by no means bad it was just, um, I don't know. I I, I enjoyed it. I, I think, um, I don't know. I think uh, the thing with Boba Fett is the whole lone gunslinger mm. thing. And they took that away. Yeah. Because uh, think he's about no this. no longer alone at all. Since the EU <laughs> is gone, right? I know in the EU he's a badass. But if you take into account just his on-screen movie appearances, he doesn't catch Han. He follows him and basically <laughs> just goes, hey, Vader check this out right and then in the third one he accidentally gets knocked to the zarlacc pit by a blind han so like tell me where the badass is here but that's the thing i think i think that was what like actually built up the mystery the mystery of him oh that the toy and the whole yeah, the way they released the toy and, all and, that he, stuff. and let's be honest he's got a really cool look i mean oh, yeah. the helmet's awesome so it was almost a thing where they they didn't do enough with him but it built so much mystery because then everybody started writing their own stories about mm-hmm. it and thinking in their own you know uh origins and things like that so they had to they they, they like i said they they had to finally do this because especially if you're going to bring him back in season two of mandalorian now you can't just bring him back for a couple episodes mm-hmm. and then be done you had to bring out some kind of oh, absolutely and I, and I think we'll see more of him outside of his show oh yeah um, definitely be in Mando season 3 yeah. even though they he left uh, you know he's gonna be back yeah and I'm curious if we'll see a younger version of him in the mm-hmm. Obi-Wan show that would be yeah you know the timeline cool. would like, match up like and while he's while he's with the Tuscans, they could get uh, the guy who played him as a kid yeah it was, so did I ever tell you so I was at Salt Lake City for a Comic Con and uh, there's this uh, New Zealandish guy just kind of talking and he's around, and he was like a really cool guy, super nice guy. New Zealandish. Yeah. What well, they called kept calling him Kiwi. Kiwi. Is that is that a good is that a derogatory <laughs> term? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I have no idea. But the, the word New Zealandish just kind of sounds. Well, like I mean, what's their food called? <laughs> he was just being all New Zealand. What's their food called? Uh, exactly, it's New food. Zealandish food. It has food. to be. It's just called food. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, um, so we're hanging, around, and he's just around, a super nice guy, and then so never knew who he was super nice guy just around and so i was watching the first episode of book of boba fett and afterwards they had that the behind the helmet thing mm-hmm. the documentary about boba fett yeah and i'm watching it and all of a sudden the guy who was just running around the kiwi just there i'm like and it was the kid who played boba fett nice as an adult i had no idea yeah i wouldn't know what he looks like now <laughs> super nice guy that's cool yeah, so there were a lot of complaints I would see online about how about the way that Boba Fett was portrayed. Though there was a lot of complaints about hey, you know, because he was out of the helmet too much. And well, <laughs> and I mean, he, that's he, a thing now. They are literally making a Halo show where Master Chief doesn't have the helmet on. Yeah. So it's like, so yeah, it's pretty interesting how it, it was. You can only have one. You have the Mandalore. Yeah. Well, you have, yeah. You have Mando. And, you can't have two Mandalore. But it was weird because, like you said, those first four episodes or something, it was like. All right, and but then at once Mando got introduced, I didn't hear any more complaints. No, not at all. Show. <laughs> not at all. Well, because I mean, there's just some moments in in those episodes yeah. that are just like. So, so I, the moment where yeah, spoiler alerts if you haven't if, watched if you're watching yet. if you're listening to this yeah, and you exactly. haven't watched that yet, then so why are you watching this? When he went to get the rancor and he and you hear the rancor coming, and I was literally I'm watching it with my wife. I'm like, he better be riding that rancor. 
he better be riding that rancor. And then when he comes up over the top, and he's, I mean, that was a moment. It's one of the most there. badass moments in Star Wars. Oh, it was so amazing. I, I like, will never question Boba Fett's badassness ever again. And and just, and it, it's such a throwback because of, you know, his first appearance, he was on the dinosaur looking thing. The mythosaur. The, the mythosaur. Which the, I've heard rumors uh, that the end of Mando season three is going to be on Mandalore with all the Mandalorians coming together and like shouting and then waking a mythosaur. No. I mean, it's a rumor, but I mean that. It, they did just wrap film. I feel like, I feel like where Mandalorian's going is that yes, Bo-Katan's supposed to be the blah, 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 blah. It's obviously setting up that, you know, Mando is going to become right. the head of the Mandalorians. Or I mean, something. I feel like that has to be the logical... Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless they do it to where you know he actually brings it in, Boba Fett ends up being that, and Mando can go off by himself. Oh, see, I, I think Boba Fett a... is the loner. I think it's funny by making him not a loner. They've kind of separated him from the rest of the Mando. But he's he's pointed out multiple times he doesn't care about any of that. But he's also but he is like a his dad was a foundling. He is an administrator now, though. Yeah, but his I mean? dad was a foundling. He's yeah. not Mandalorian. Right, or no, technically I'm, speaking, I don't really know how that works. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think they know how it works. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, still figuring. I don't out. think the Mandalorians know. Yeah, like it's like no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> and, so, yeah. You know. I, I, that that moment though, that I mean, that was worth. Oh <laughs> yeah, it, though, it was worth. Yeah, absolutely, it was so good. And I mean, I don't know. I I'm excited to see where uh, where they go with it. I mean, I know we're, we'll talk about Obi Wan in a second. We're jumping around a little bit, but yeah. because we're kind of we're kind of here, and we just gotta keep going. But yeah, um, we forgot how to do this. No, not at all. <laughs> I think this is exactly how we're supposed to do this. Well, it's exactly how we always have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so I think I think, and so this is what I'm I'm hoping for season two of Book of Boba Fett. I don't think this is what's gonna happen. This isn't a rumor. This is what I'm hoping, <laughs> and what I think would probably be the most badass story, not only that they could tell for Boba Fett. But in the Star Wars universe, that's available to them with what they have on the table. Boba Fett starts hearing about a force wielder with a purple lightsaber going around and taking out crime bosses. And so he, goes, like he goes to hunt him down. And obviously it's old man Mace Windu, who is now like kind of like a, a Ronin sort of like traveling, just kind of doing what Ahsoka was doing. Right. Except she's tra- tracking Thrawn down, obviously. Right. But I think he's just said a, sort of not lost it, but he's kind of... He's done with people's bullshit. He's, right, he's right, calling right. full Sam Jackson. <laughs> and um, I just think, I think well, with the connection to him and the, as a kid, and with Mace Windu killing his dad, mm-hmm. and the fact that so many people want to see old man Mace Windu. Well, I don't know if you saw the story. I saw it yesterday where Sam Jackson asked Bryce Dallas Howard to put him really? in. Yeah, to put him into the. I mean, movie. I don't think she has enough say to do that, but right. I, I'm right. all for it. I'm all for so it. So he, so if that's true, he's down for it, obviously. I mean, I'm just saying. I think. Think about it. Can you think of a better, more logical Boba Fett story for season two besides I want more power, but I don't want power. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I want to be a, a crime boss, but I don't want to be a crime boss. Right. The only, you know, you can he's only do so much. Protector. You don't. You can only do so much battling the huts. Yeah, so, you know that would be great. And here's the real question: Somebody tell me if Salacious B. Crumb is alive. Like seriously, the second Bib Fortuna showed up, I was like, okay, all bets are off. All bets are off. Salacious B. Crumb could be alive somewhere. You don't know. It could be. He's my favorite Star Wars character. For those of you who don't know. Yes, he. he and what was your? Sarcumbus El Bolt. He's in the back room. I don't know why I didn't bring him out here for this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're literally at home with all my Star Wars we, stuff. We did have an. Back when we were doing it at the studio, we did have an entire episode with him as a guest. Yeah, that's so. very true. We totally did. Maybe we'll bring him back someday. He interrupted a lot. Yeah. Oh my, yeah, he did. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so and I, I think that'd be the most logical story for Boba Fett. I, I mean, I can't think of anything else that yeah. would, you know, like uh, maybe the huts come back. Cool. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. You can only do so much with that. How I mean, did they gain cool power in the first place? Yeah, right. Did they just sit on people? That's the thing. They, yeah, it's not like they they can catch you. Just run, <laughs> just run away. <laughs> Give me the money you owe me. No. no yes, okay. I'm running. Oh, crap. I can't get it now. It's just a brisk walk. I mean, that's, that, that's how you defeat the huts. You just, <laughs> just a, walk a brisk walk yeah. is how you defeat them. Makes no sense. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm curious. I want to see, like, a, 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 a huts begin. Like, you know, like... like Batman Begins, but for Boba Fett. Yeah, and we have seen, like, a baby hut 
We saw that yeah. in uh, Clone Wars. In, uh, yeah, in the, this, yeah. The, the last season that they did. Yeah, that was Jabba's kid. Yeah. Who I don't think they've ever followed up on. No, because they only did the one. Or was it in Rebels? They only. I don't. Did they follow that up in Rebels? No, I think it I don't was. Think they did. No, you know what it was? Hmm. Was it uh, Bad Batch? Oh yes. No, yes, maybe. <laughs> I don't remember. I know anyway, it's been. We've seen a baby hut, and they're just, they're just the same as they are. They're still slug. They don't have feet, so. That's true. Well, maybe they do, and they're just so large that it seems like they're slugs. So uh, if maybe huts used up, to be really skinny. So if you lifted up the fat, yeah, it's little like feet. yeah, little feet. Maybe they used to be really skinny, and then they just that's how they got their power and then they got so much power that they never left the their area and they all got and it's like so, over hundreds of years so they became the humans in Wally. because they're yes <laughs> well because I think pretty sure I've heard that like Jabba's race could actually live theoretically as long as Yoda I mean slugs slugs, slugs green things with there. ears tomato Jedi yeah, yeah. yeah no I um, I don't know we'll see I'm excited for Mando season 3 I'm really oh, yeah. excited for Mando season three. I really and I don't care. I don't care. Give me a Luke Skywalker show. Give me. I don't care. That was I great, don't. Care. That was a great thing about like, getting more young Luke Skywalker involved. Mm-hmm. That was. That was pretty literally, cool. I've gotten more of the Luke I wanted to see in the ten yeah. minutes he's been on screen in the two episodes of these two shows than I got in the entirety of the new trilogy. Yeah. And but then they're you know they're <laughs> it's funny because you know both that still it. it uh, it kind of uh, leaned into some of those like too easy things, like when he's building the Naboo Star Cruiser and gets rid of the, liked the, the that. R2 port. I mean, obviously, you know what? Yeah, Grogu is going right in there. That, you know what I mean? I love so, that though. When they, he got it, it, was like wizard. There was a couple things where there was like, all right, but well, yeah. I mean, a little bit too predictable, but still adorable. Well, and we got a name for the <laughs> yeah. thing that Han uses to keep the. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the hyperspanner. Yeah, <laughs> I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm no I'm no mechanic. Uh, you know, I just like Camaros. Um, but uh, so yeah, I mean, so we got that obviously, and that was I'm I'm excited. The new season should be coming probably end of the year. I'm assuming. Yeah, I, just yesterday I saw they just finished rap, they wrap shooting. So well, there you go. We'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. Very excited. Absolutely. It's definitely I think the best thing in the Star Wars universe mm. since Disney has I think. As Star Wars fans, we don't agree on much. Right. But the last thing we all agreed on before this was Darth Maul. Right. So I think the first thing we all agreed on since Darth Maul was that the Mandalorian was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't. And then they named Grogu, and it totally all fell apart. We, yeah. were, we stopped agreeing on things. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it, but the funny thing is, though, is I think people love the show so much. It doesn't matter. Just, I'm just not going to call him Grogu. It's not like, yeah. I freaking hate this. No, there's still people who they, yeah. they'll just I'm just going to call him Baby Yoda. Like, yeah. I'm not going to hate this. He's too adorable to Yeah, hate. exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Um, whereas random actors just get so much, like, they get have to hide off the internet because okay. someone goes I don't like you <laughs> and then the whole internet is bullies them offline I mean it's cool when you do it to a studio they change Sonic to look like Sonic but when you do it to a person you bully them offline it's what's just it, not cool. that person motivation to, to yeah like, like you, I, I, we've already stated it twice I hate The Last Jedi but I would never go and disparage somebody who was in it hell Ryan Johnson had a movie out a year later with Knives Out and I went and saw it in theaters you know what I mean? So it's like, it's you got to separate the thing. It's like I don't know. As a Jewish, yeah, I mean, as a Jewish person, I've I've basically people tell me I need to hate Mel Mel Gibson. I don't hate Mel Gibson. I don't like him. I don't whatever. But I love his movies, and I have to separate the two. You know what I mean? Because I mean that's that's the old age old thing about you know musicians too. It's like Michael Jackson. Can you still enjoy his music after knowing what he allegedly has done? Or people that straight up have been convicted of things, right. you know. It's True. like, does that make their music not good anymore? Right. I mean, I understand, like, not buying new things for them and supporting them that way, but listening to my old, like, my old stuff, I, I, you have to be able to separate that because it's... it's Right. You know, oh, well, because how else, how else do you work. cheer for the rebels after they blow up the Death Star and kill all yeah, those people? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> uh, Wow. That got heavy. Uh, but so uh, we just got uh, not too long ago the Obi-Wan trailer for the new show. It, and it's it's close. It's coming up. We're oh, going to get so two awesome. episodes. They, they pushed it back two days. So they go, we're sorry. We're here two episodes. Yeah. 
I'm really excited. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, it's funny when the prequels came out, they were very much, oh, these suck. But I feel like as time has went on, they've become more loved in the the zeitgeist of Star Wars. Um, because I think Star Wars lives beyond the film or the medium it's in. I think the stories that people are telling go beyond the film or the comic right. or the book. And so you could have something like the, the sequel trilogies, which were really well-made films, but horrible Star Wars. I like Force Awakens, but were horrible Star Wars stories where you have the prequels, which technologically speaking were very advanced mm. but as films were not as strong but I think are some of the best Star Wars stories. I think a lot of that has to do with now too is the each set of um, of trilogies in my opinion were, were they were all based towards the young people of that day so that's why I have such an affinity for the original trilogy. Now the prequels were aimed not, they were aimed towards children. Well, yeah, because George Lucas was still. There. They were aimed towards children. Those children are now adults. So I, I mean, think, I wouldn't call myself an adult. I, I think now. that's why a lot of people like it's they're getting more love nowadays because it's not all, all of us old. It's nostalgia. It's not all us old people going. We only like the original. Yeah, but come like, on, the Wretch of the Sith is awesome. I know. I agree. Yeah. I think we're gonna. I, I'm just saying. And I think the first two have moments. Like, the last act of Attack of the Clones. Basically, once yeah. the war starts, yeah, yeah, yeah. dope. Super cool. I've never seen an audience go as nuts when yeah. Yoda dropped his lightsaber. Oh, yeah, Ever. Ever. The closest but, was maybe the Hulk smashing Loki. But I could do without, uh, you know, 15 minutes of them in a droid factory or something yeah. on conveyor belts. And, and all the discussions about <laughs> yeah. the sand. and the, Yeah. But, uh, uh, but I think that's what it is. I think it's the because that generation's films, now they're, it's 20 years. I mean, think of it. There's... there's Put yeah. out a long time it's ago. been 1999 was Phantom yeah. Menace. So those are adults now, and that those are their yeah. that's their original trilogy. I was driving that. home earlier, and on the oldie station, in between Hall and Oates and something else was uh, the Middle by Jimmy Eat World. I on the oldie station. The oldie station. I felt that really old. No oh yeah, and Careless Whisper. Uh, on the old man. I know. I, I, right. Well, and you're not even, I'm old enough to know when that song came out. <laughs> I know when that song came out. I know, out. but you weren't alive during it. No, definitely not. I, I was definitely, no, but it's funny. The, the thing is, though, I think the, the original films, when I saw them as a kid, they didn't feel like from when they were from. They didn't feel from, like, you know what I mean, 76, 79, right. or 78, 70, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. But that's, but that's, a, that's what I mean, though. I think it's a generational thing because. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they might look better technically, but I still love the old practical, you know. The oh, old I agree. Practice. I think it looks better, and and so it's, I think it's a generational, a generational thing for sure. Um, I think because yes. Because I no. think twenty years from now, yeah. we're gonna the 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 the, the last three yeah. are gonna get a lot more love than they they've gotten. Now. I think in twenty years you'll even be like no. the last. Three. I um. I try. I really try. I love Star Wars. I, lo I wouldn't be hosting a show with you about Star Wars if I didn't love Star Wars. All of these things are literally in my house, you know. Um, I love Star Wars. The Last Jedi, I it angers me. And that's exactly how some people thought about the the, the first one, the Phantom Menace. But now it's getting more love. Well, when I was nine, Jar Jar was, you know, right. But that's goofy. what I'm, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And so in 25 years, now it's kind of racist. Then. <laughs> Gungans in general, they're kind. Of, it's a kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's problems there. Oh, there's, there's issues. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, a little bit. But yeah, in 25 years from now, you're gonna hear different things about these movies. These last. I, maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think if. No, I can't even defend the last. Jedi. I like if I like the Force Awakens a lot though. I think the Force Awakens was amazing. I thought it was exactly what I wanted it to be, and and it's what. A lot of people want it to be. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's just a rehash and blah, 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 blah. But my point is, is I think the Obi-Wan show will be much more akin to the feel of the prequels in the sense of the grandiose scale. Not that the original trilogy is not a grandiose right. scale, but, you know, you have a whole new level with the prequels, with Coruscant and Mustafar and, mm. you and, know... And Deserts just seem vast and seem mm -hmm. big. ocean so, planets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, you know what I mean. Um, but talking about the prequels, it, that 
that's going to be interesting to see who we see pop up in the Obi Wan. People are excited that Hayden Christensen's coming back. Oh yeah! Can you believe that I'm saying I that never out loud? That. Never. I I, I I always liked him as Anakin. Point. Which goes to my point. Generational. Yeah. I I have always liked him as Anakin though because Anakin's supposed to be the whiny. Mm-hmm. I want more. I want more, and that's how he becomes Darth Vader. Right. And even it's a, it's a Skywalker thing. Luke's whiny. Right. You yeah. know. I'm supposed um, to go get go Tashi yeah, Station. Yeah, yeah, like and yeah, you know, and and that's and and, and that's a whole other thing too. Is is um, I'm gonna stop hating unless because I'm sorry, he's not gonna spend the entire end of the movie trying to pull the little bit of light out of his dad, even though he's been Darth Vader and a mass murderer <laughs> for decades. But the second he gets one bad feeling about his freaking nephew, he's gonna kill him. We're not going to do this every episode. No, we're, we're not going to do this every episode. We're back, and we appreciate you coming. Yeah, no, it's just been a minute since back. we've talked Star Wars. Thank you so much. Yes. We missed you. I'm not going to allow this to happen every episode. I just promise I will make it a point. I'll give you a water spray bottle. <laughs> yeah. So from now on, when I when I <laughs> try to do that, you just bring it up. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, uh-huh. Um, but Obi-Wan. So I think, I think it's really awesome that... Have they announced if um, James Earl Jones is coming back as Vader? I have not heard anything about Interesting. I'm curious. I, I mean, I mean, he has. I mean, it's, well, I guess he doesn't have to. He doesn't always. I yeah. mean, Fred Tattisher does a phenomenal job when when he doesn't. But on film, it's got oh well, yeah. Really he's, as long as he can, be, yeah. it's like kind of like yeah. how John Williams like is gonna. Like, he did a little bit. Yeah. You know well, I mean? that's what I think. He should just go into a recording studio and just record every word that he can, so we can just splice it all together and just have him. I mean, <laughs> they're doing it with Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's not even Mark Hamill talking, yeah. and he's not voice actor. Uh, like, yeah. you know, like that's all digital. That's crazy. It's a that whole like you watched the. Uh, I'm sure you watched it on Disney Plus. The about oh, that yeah. last episode. Where oh yeah. Luke and just the so technology cool. is so crazy how they were able to, to stitch all that together and put a, 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 a new a young Mark Hamill face on an actor. And it looked better. Yeah. The second time, and, and I think it's because they hired that guy. Yeah. Who made it better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, crazy. I thought it looked amazing. The only time I really, it doesn't look amazing is some screenshots mm-hmm. from certain angles. Like when they catch it like at the very wrong moment. But yeah, besides yeah. that, I thought it looked specific frames I'd love to see a whole series I want to see I would love to see them do like Heir to the Empire as like a but they can't do that because there's no twins and there's no Mara Jade you know we saw you know a little bit of of, uh, him training uh, Leia I mean there's so much stuff so much they could do um, what's his name from um, oh my god the game Um, oh my god he's green and uh, Yoda no not okay I (laughs) guess that wasn't a good I meant, oh my god, Zizor? Oh, yeah, I don't know. With, um, it's, it's from, oh my god, it's the games it, with uh, Kyle Katarn. Yeah, I don't know how to say it. Uh, well, yeah. I, but there's a whole bunch of stuff. They could do the Yuzhin Vong. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff they could do. Yeah. That, I, I, Luke, like, just being Luke. Being Luke. <laughs> just Luke being Luke. Like, so, coming back to Obi-Wan, do you think that... We're, do you think that we're gonna see some characters from the prequels? Um, I think we'll at the ve- we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see Bail Organa without question. Yeah, because we're gonna see Leia. Because so we're gonna see Jimmy Smith. Yes, right. I'd put money on it. That'd be cool. I would put money on it. I love Jimmy. Smith, I love Jimmy so, Smith. Yeah, he's I, I, he's the cool only reason that. I watched the last season of West Wing. Um, but uh, no, he I, he's I think that's a, a foregone conclusion. I think. Um, well, I'm curious what we're gonna see Omega. I'm shocked Omega didn't pop up in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even like think why introduce that. her otherwise. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, do you think eventually we're gonna get a live Bad Batch? Uh, well, that's a, that's one thing. Are we gonna see Rex? Yeah. In Obi Wan or Ahsoka, yeah. for that matter? Yeah, Are we gonna see Ahsoka? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. There's. A, I mean. <laughs> We're we going to go see Mace Windu. Let's go back and remember what time frames are. It's lined tough up to where. keep it. It's <laughs> yeah. tough. We just remember Luke's a kid now. Yeah. So you. Han would be like a teenager. So I didn't, and that's cool. Like in the trailer, you get to see. I didn't, I wasn't sure if we'd really see much of like Ben and. Is uh, Luke ten in this? They say something like that. But you see him playing and, yeah. and stuff like that. 
But I love that they brought the, the guy back to play Owen, too. Yes. They I lucked out on that oh, one. Oh, man. That they lucked so out cool. hardcore on yeah, that one. He just ends up being Joel Edgerton. Well, because he's, he's a lot more popular than he was back Well, that's what I'm then. saying. They lucked out on <laughs> yeah. They end up casting the guy who ends up not only becoming a star, but is a great actor. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because he, he blew up after that. Yeah. What was it? Uh, American Hustle? and Yeah. Um, and then um, he was in that the fighting movie. The, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know what you're yeah. Is, He's it the, good. is it the fighter? <laughs> Was that the freaking? Um, but uh, no, I'm super excited. I mean, obviously, I want to see the Vader uh, Obi Wan fight. Yeah, you know that's that's gonna happen. Yeah, you sent that clip the other day. It's been leaked out there. That they, well, that come on, they're gonna fight. You yeah, know, they're exactly. gonna fight. There's it's a, just a little a little stunt shot that was you know was recorded and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know if it's supposed to be live or if it's because you can't really see. All you see is Darth Vader and you see Ben and you see him throwing, you know, something happening. Yep. But you don't know if it's going to be a flashback or, you know, you know or an imagination, you know, and yeah. not a flashback. Or like a night or dream or a yeah, nightmare like, or a premonition or. Well, so one thing I would almost put money on is Liam Neeson has to show up as Force Ghost Qui Gon. You would think he yeah. has to. I mean,. Yoda told him he's like he's gonna know, teach you. He's gonna teach you. Yeah. yeah. So it, he's got to. That's got it because the goat be in solitude. You can't talk to anybody. Yeah. But and I, I, I mean, it's, <laughs> depending on how they do it, it could be really like it's almost like a buddy comedy. Oh, I think it'd know? be amazing. Be like just him, you know, Qui Gon mouthing off, and I think it's gonna be amazing. Uh, well, no, if anything, it would be Obi Wan mouthing off. Uh, yeah, but but we're quite getting on him. Yeah. about something that he's doing. You know, yeah, that that'd be that would be pretty. Funny. I'm excited. I, I um. Shut up, you're a ghost. You can't. Do anything. No. <laughs> no, actually, I'm one with the Force. There's a difference. <laughs> that whole Force ghost is a misnomer. It's like kind of how like Jesus was really spiritual. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> we're not we're not we're not going we're not going there. Space <laughs> Jesus, we're not uh, going to anger anybody. Right? No, I'm talking no, about Yeah, I don't know why that came up, but um, but no, I think I think well, you know, you know who is alive? Salacious B. Crumb. <laughs> that's true. Salacious B. Crumb is alive at this that's point true. in the Star Wars saga. Well, that's yeah. We're we, we gonna see some Jabba stuff. Um, actually, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if we see um, what's his name from the game, the Dominic Mana. Yeah, the in the Star Wars game that just came out <laughs> a couple years ago. Oh my God, uh, uh, Cal Kestis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if we see him. That's kind of the right area because the Inquisitors. I mean, how long was Jabba supposed to be in power? Because we could see the beginning of Jabba's. Well, I mean, reign too. Well, so when did Clone Wars happen? But that, yeah, but he was still because Jabba was younger. Yeah. So was... somewhere in between Clone Wars and. The end of the trilogy? No, no, because no, Jabba in no in, in Phantom Menace, he's there. He is the one who announces the Jabba Duhat. Ah. Yeah, but he's so not, he's already he, in charge then. I didn't think it. I thought there was a, he was just there with. Uh, no, no. So I, I gotta rewatch Clone Wars and I gotta rewatch Rebels, yeah. but I know I was, he is in. No, I know Phantom that, Menace. Yeah. No, I know that, but I Greg Proops announced. I thought it. he was second in command. No, remember he comes out and he's like, ah. Oh. There were two huts. There's a kid, though. There's a kid. There was it? Oh, yeah. That's remember right. Jabba Duhat. Oh. Remember? Jabba Duhat. Phantom Menace is not Do I need one to do that, that again, Jay? Jabba Duhat. Phantom Duhat-ha. Menace is not one that I have, you know, <laughs> seared into my brain. So. Oh, it is totally in mind, though. <laughs> I, I, I Because totally... it's a generational thing. That's what I'm well, saying. so yes and no. I, I have the fondness of the memories of seeing it in theaters and whatnot, um, but. It wasn't the first Star Wars in theaters. I saw the special editions, unfortunately, in theaters. Um, and uh, I don't know. It, I As I've gotten older, I've accepted that they're not great films. Right. And that there are horrible parts in those movies. But my fondness for them, as like I said, as a story, right. it's, it's, what, it's what we all wanted to see. We wanted to see how he became Darth Vader. Mm. You know? Um, and that's what we got. And in an awesome way. Yeah, no, we got that. We just had to deal with all the other stuff that came. Well, like the it. sand, it's <laughs> everywhere. Well, and also too, my favorite thing is how did the Star Wars start? Um, well, someone just didn't want to pay their tariffs. Yeah, like it was illegal. Tr- yeah, okay, but still, they could have just paid their tariffs, and everything would have been fine. Yeah. Like, think about that. It's like the uh, would still be around. Well, it's yeah. like uh, there was. Have you ever seen Spaced? 
the the show that Edgar Wright and uh, Simon Pegg made before. Oh no, I have. So there's a conversation about Star Wars, and he's like, "Think about this. How would you feel if you were the guy who told the guy in the gunner seat to not fire?" (laughs) At the, cause think about it, it's lasers. It's not like he has ammo. Yeah. It, like he would have shot that. Boom, whole thing's over. And, and that's another thing. It's like, why do they have to re, you know, ever reload? It's lasers. You know? Well, I know with the, the Kyber crystals, it's a little different. But with the laser, I don't know. They're freaking lasers. Exactly. Like it's not like it's like oh one sec I got to put a new battery in my lightsaber. Like, you know, Recharge. it's the future. Recharge. Well, no, actually, technically, it's a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It just happens to have future tech. Yeah. Well, but uh, freaking, we're going to take a super quick break. And when we come back, we're going to chat on uh, a couple more things and stuff. Really nice engineering. I didn't, I don't want to pull my phone out and look at the rundown. I was trying to remember it off the top of my head. But since we're here, I'm going to pull it out and look at it. So we did the space. Oh, well, all right. When we come back. We got an interview with the guys from Space Dive. Oh, you're going to love this. Yeah, it's really cool. Really, really, really cool. And that's right. I was at the cantina at Disney, and that was cool. But this is like the cantina. Oh, I can't wait to talk to these guys. It's, it's just such a fun experience that I've done it a few times now. And uh, we, we want you all to come out for this because you if you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's definitely um, a very unique experience. Yeah. Very unique experience. Anyway, we will be right back, back after this commercial break. Uh, a word from some video we're going to put in between because we don't have sponsors yet. But we will, <laughs> or if you want to sponsor us. Hey, first episode back. You know, yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, give us free Red Bull. Anyway, we'll be back. All right, we are back to let the Wookiee win. We are here with John Dunavant and Dan Land, the founders of... Space Dive? Founders, creators, builders. The, the everything to Space the Dive, everything. essentially. Welcome, guys. I'm so excited to have you guys on. Uh, John, I've known you for a while with Theater Bazaar. Uh, and, you know, Space Dive has always been a, a, a fun thing that me and my wife do. We absolutely love it every year. Obviously, we've been, COVID has had us out of uh, commission for a couple of years. But, uh, John, Dan, welcome welcome to the show. We appreciate you guys ha- having you guys here. Thank you. Happy to be here. So, John. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So, John, I know, like I said, uh, you know, through Theater Bazaar, we've done a lot of stuff uh, together over the years. So, uh, what were your guys' uh, inspirations as far as I know? Obviously, you guys are big Star Wars fans, but what made you think that we could actually build this cantina and 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 actually and, and do this? It was probably started long before we started when um, it was like the first time I ever stepped foot in the tangent probably 20 some years ago uh and saw the bar and just being like you know the type of nerd that knows the cantina blueprints by heart uh i realized could easily turn there not easily but uh it definitely lends itself to turning it into the <laughs> cantina and i've been talking about it for a while and dan and i um we ended up going to another may the fourth event um like 2014 or something and it was just, it was just not the Star Wars party we wanted. And after talking about it for a bit and whatever, I think, you know, Dan had some money, and, uh, and I think we were drunk enough to think that we could a rare, a rare moment. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, that's awesome. So what we're talking about, obviously, is coming up May fourth, May sixth, and May seventh is Space Dive. <laughs> we're at the Tangent Gallery in uh, Detroit. Um, this is an amazing event. So there's bands playing. There's uh, there's a movie uh, going on in one of the room. Anybody that's been to Tangent Ballroom, like John, John was saying, uh, Tangent has a, a certain feel to it, and it's a, a like that dark, gritty feel that you need for the canteen. It lends itself very nicely. Yeah, it's such a blast. So. Uh, tell some it just of the people ex- what... exudes scum and villainy. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's exactly what I've done enough wrestling shows there <laughs> where I, I agree. Scum and villainy is, is, is all about it. Um, what kind of things can we expect here at Space Dive? Let let the people know what kind of things uh, will be going on. Oh yeah, like you said, there's burlesque and other performances. There's bands from all parts of the galaxy. There's immersion, danger. I mean, we, you know. We, Built the full replica of Mont Cantina, mm-hmm. plus um, 
some of it in, in abandoned Imperial hangar that's been taken over by rebels. Uh, there's outdoor market area. There's, uh, you know, it's and, and blaster fights. Lots yeah. of blaster fights. Yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing I always notice. Yeah, you know, uh, John, you have always seen you running around with your Lego blaster. And if you're not paying attention, well, you're you're gonna get beamed in the head with with a Lego dart. So you got to be careful with that. But uh, so you were saying, John, about the blueprints, uh, knowing the blueprints by heart. Do you actually have like a, some blueprints that you wrote? Uh, because for people who don't know, that have never been there. They literally, like you said, they don't. They're not joking around when they say they make a full replica of the Mos Eisley Cantina. It looks like, like, like Hamid's Cantina. Yeah. From the heart, from the archways where the the seating is to to the moisture evaporators in the back. It's I mean, closer it, than the one at the Disney Park. Really? See, yeah. I've never been because well, that's so technically not the Cantina. So this is technically more accurate than the one at Disney. Gotcha. Gotcha. So do you actually have we'll take that. prints uh, drawn up, or did you guys just do this by memory every year? Oh no, no, it's did blueprints. I have, I mean, I mean, I have the original blueprints that Herman Reynolds did yeah. for A New Hope. Oh, you do. Um, oh, but, but then you know, I had to. It's you know, I had to be modified to fit uh, the tangent, and everything is modular, so you know, we can't leave it up year round. So we set it up. Uh, we work days in advance, around the clock, uh, cleaning it all back together, and then all the scenes have to be plastered and repainted um oh, wow. but uh yeah you, know, I, you, have, uh, a, you have you have a disadvantage that we've got with this one um oh so this way we have this one we've got to build it all you know it's all got to got to come up got to be put together rapidly and then be taken back down afterwards so there's certain yeah so john's there's, done, there's a lot of schematics that have gone from adapting what's in the film to what's in the physical space we have to deal with and then figuring out how to uh you know how to make that uh function well, that's yeah that's right. an amazing thing I, you know john anybody that's been to theater bazaar all those uh, that you know they go into the masonic you know a month in advance at least and build all the sets in these and they they build them from scratch and then they have to take them down you know right after you know after the show is done so just the logistics of that alone john you you're you, you got to be good at uh, you got to be really good at math <laughs> so i would be very, very <laughs> no, bad no, at i'm this. terrible at math <laughs> No, just to be able to fit it's, everything it's in. It's just passion and faking it. It's you. not math, it's the force, Jay. Oh, that's right. That's right. True. It's not how the force right. works. Yeah, right? So anybody mm -hmm. that's interested in, please go out, you know, Space Dive. We're so excited for it. I'm, I, Me and my wife are going to be there. Costumes are mandatory. You don't have to, uh, you know, the website will tell you, you don't have to go crazy with your uh, costume because you're you're portraying who you would be in this. in this. Uh, so it, it's a pretty immersive experience when, you, when you're there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the the idea is that, like, you are. You, you, oh, go ahead, John. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. You go, Dan. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, don't feel like, oh, I've got to have like a Darth Vader costume or something like that. That's the last thing we want. It's more like, well, who would you be in Moss Eisley? Who would you be at this desert spaceport bar? You know? So it's like, when we say cost is mandatory, we, we mean we, we want to kind of, a, you know, remove all the sort of like normal uh, things that, you know, that, that, you know, printed printed shirts, hats, you know, colors, things like that. Um, you know, so think like scarves, goggles. Um, I, I tell a lot of people you probably have what you need like in your car. If certainly not, in, you know, if it, like at your house as far as being able to put something together um, that sort of fits uh, that. that the, the, of course, on the other end, people go really nuts and like we'll do custom um, you know, we'll, we'll uh, I'll do like, you know, uh, we'll build alien, you know, design species and, and, you know, sort of robot, you know, or droid costumes or things like that. There's some, so pe people take it to extremes, but you don't need to feel like you have to, to come to enjoy the party. It really just is a matter of like, not looking like you are in your regular normal, your regular reality and kind of taking on those desert tones and a little bit of technology woven <laughs> in with some fabrics. And uh, we, we've definitely posted some different uh, guides at different times and we'll be doing that again this year. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, think we're I'd just you know, like Dan was What's that? I said I'd like to think I'd be a Jedi, but let's be honest, all of us would turn Sith like real quickly. <laughs> yeah, we're actually like you know Jedi aren't really wanted. You know, these are we don't want the do-gooders. We want the scum. We want the scoundrels and the spice dealers. And you know, this is like because it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. And this is where like the pilots hang out and like all the it's a dive bar. You yeah. know, we're we're kind of on the edge of the outskirts. You know, obviously the outer rim and uh, uh, 
kind of avoiding the main flight, just smoking spice mm-hmm. and getting drunk on spotchka and uh, playing some sabak, making factory <laughs> deals. Yeah, and drinking some blue blue milk cocktails, which you will also have at the event. You'll have some blue milk cocktails. Made Indeed, up. the bartenders at for sure are great. I've been you know been going there for years, and every the bartenders there always take care of us. They're always awesome. Or so, and what you were saying about the costumes, that's what's one of the coolest things. It's so exciting to, to see what everybody's going to be dressed up as, you know. Yeah, you don't run into a million Darth Vader's. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the cool and, thing. But, you, you know, but there's some, the cool some of the people from the 501st Garrison are out there. So you got stormtroopers out there. you got, uh, uh, they're, they're kind of. See, the 501st uh, is everywhere. Yeah. They're, they're everywhere. Awesome. And their costumes are so amazing. So that's what's, what's always fun for me is, is uh, seeing everybody's creativity and, uh, what they show up as it's a blast so with you guys also too like i want people to realize that there are so the even the way that you light everything is so cool i mean you know you can't get a bad picture at, at space dive because there's so many cool lighting things now uh, is that all built into the thing or do you you know or is that more of a tan- tangents thing with the lighting no, no, that's it's that's very us. particular, and this is something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all the foam that we, you know, we're using foam to create the walls, and all the windows are light boxes built into these modular sections. And uh, I mean, and you know, I mentioned Norman Re- Reynolds before with the production design of this, um, and the guy was a genius. And uh, we were just kind of following his patterns, and with the lights that were built into the cantina. It's amazing how much incredible natural light is already built into that set design. So just by mimicking, uh, mimicking the, you know the actual thing, it it's like it lights itself. Yeah. That's so cool. So- well, and that's part of the nature of it too. Like uh, what you describe is is you know people come in their costumes and and you know and they're able to get all these great photographs. And that's really you know when we approached it the first year, we, we didn't know if people were going to show up. And the fourth was a Monday that year, and this was it was right in the build up to uh, Force Awakens. So it was like there was all of a sudden this kind of electricity in the air for the for you know for fans and knowing there was some new Star Wars coming. And, uh, and yeah, and so we uh, uh, and it was but but we also didn't know. I mean again, it was a Monday. We didn't we didn't really have time to promote it. We kind of put it together like within a few weeks the first time, and it was very much and if you build it, you know you hope that they will come type of situation. And we were just blown away by how much that ended up being true and 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 the the costumes people made for this monday night party you know to show up and uh and and, and be part of this thing and so we try to we know there's a lot of people out there that that, that are do you know like do a lot of cosplay and and create these amazing uh outfits and we wanted to do the you know basically create a place for all those outfits to come and you know and and like and, and look the way they're supposed to look a lot of times, like we go, to, you know, you go to cons and things. It's in a big white box. It's like a, it's like a going to like a big box store, you know, <laughs> like like in terms of the lighting, in terms of like the environments. And so we wanted to create something that like that really made them look the way they were supposed to look, and really kind of, uh, you know, hopefully added something to the experience of people that put so much work into their costumes. Yeah, exactly. Like Comic Con is uh, such a sterile environment. Well, also too, I feel like totally. the cosplay contests are like in like some like not really well lit panel room off. Yeah. in the distance and it's kind of yeah it's know, a, it's a, a little bit yeah berber yeah a lot just, of big beige panels <laughs> uh, you, they can actually uh, people watching get a peek of a little bit of what it looks like we're showing some stuff on the screen right now uh, some of the posters and stuff yeah i saw that posted on facebook cool. today uh, uh the the, the slow-mo or the uh what is that time lapse uh video of you guys putting some of the, the sets together which we we're showing right now on the podcast it's so cool just to see how everything comes together and you know comes from out of nothing becomes this amazing thing and uh uh man i'm so excited now i had to ask you too who uh i believe there there's an a-wing on on the, on the premises as well is there, is there not? yeah we built a full-size a-wing or at least uh refurbished one I don't know we, there was some guys that were filming a, uh, a fan film up near Frankenmuth and uh, they were you know they were looking to get rid of this A-wing so we, we of course wanted it and um, completely although recently. we realized you know they, they built this really just for one shot so uh, so it was not meant to stand the test of time so last yeah. year we kind of had to rebuild it from scratch and we got a completely new exterior and it looks amazing. Stripped it down to its frame, built it back up. Yeah, the film uh, was the, the the blood crystal, and it was originally constructed by uh, Dark Hoffman. 
I right. Think, um, I think I know that. Yeah. I think Jeff was at that. Oh yeah, we yeah we we think yeah. we actually know somebody that was in. Yeah, that. I'm pretty sure I know. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you we, you know you guys know how it is. Excellent. The, the yeah. Mich- the Michigan creative community is such a like a small. You know, for sure. And they, and they did beautiful Absolutely. work for what they were you know. Yeah, and what but but what they were doing you know like like we're we've got we got to move the thing around you know we we've had it now mounted onto a trailer and had to do some structural work and as John said kind of re redid all the armor plating but. Um, yeah, but it's, it's more or less this, you know, the, the vehicle that they originally put together and we are just going to keep, uh, keep taking it up to the next level. It's a, it's a work in progress. That's awesome. Yeah. I, right. saw, I saw it out at the March, uh, March Denain Rouge, uh, saw the A-Wing made an appearance out there. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yep. Not, not under its own power. It had to be hauled around, but, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, we're working Don't on the engine. Don't tell people that. So, Don't tell people that. Oh, well, yeah, we're still like, we're, we're trying to find a hyperdrive. We're like... <laughs> Yeah, it's difficult. You know, the the, the supply right. shortage, you know. Supply right. Chain. Exactly. If you know where to make some deals. Supply. Yeah, supply chain is terrible right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tough to We've find had a repulsor lift on back order for two months. Two months, two years. Yeah. Well, we're excited. Space Dive, yeah, again, is coming excited. up uh, May 4th, May 6th, and May 7th at Tangent Gallery, uh, which is at 715 South Milwaukee in Detroit. Uh, which is right off of South Grand Boulevard. Uh, you've probably been there before if you're into uh, punk rock or into uh, a lot of artsy stuff. A lot of artsy shows go on there. Um, I've been going there for years. It's a cool place. Um, if you want to check the, out that button on their socials, yeah, check all the socials. Space Dive 313. Space is the website That's right. where you can find out all the information. And like you said, you have the uh, kind of guides about uh, the costumes and things like that. And all the social media at Space Dive 313. Cause that's what's cool about this too like this is like this is a star wars thing but it's it's like a, a very detroit star wars thing uh, you know what i mean it, it'd be and i think it's just because of your guys's heart you know like i said theater bazaar you know that passion project of, of john's that's that's gone crazy nowadays you know that that that's insanely big nowadays it's it's, it's all about the the passion and the heart that's what's cool like that's why we started this podcast because yeah, we love talking. Literally, about Literally, yeah. It's like, yeah, we just talk about Star Wars. We'll record it. <laughs> and we love, like, uh, we love, uh, you know, just being a part of it. So, thank you, to you guys, for coming on with us. Yeah, uh, is there anything else you guys want to let, let anybody, uh, everybody know about the the event coming up? Oh man, uh, what's what, what's your favorite part of the whole thing? Both of you guys, what's your favorite part of the whole event? You know, I can start there. Like, I just, we, we did it the first time, you know, that first year in 2015, and it was kind of really thrown together, but but it worked. We had the, the cantina itself going, and the, the outpouring of people that showed up, the place was packed, like, kind of, you know. And I remember, like, we were so exhausted. We've been going around the clock for, like, you know, like several days in a row. And I remember, like, my face, like, feeling like my face hurt and realizing that my face hurt because I was just smiling. Yeah. You know, and it was just like seeing people enjoying themselves and seeing like it there was there was such a uh, this kind of, uh, you know, feeling of, of joy kind of in this like grimy, like, you know, dirty, like, you know, place for scoundrels. Uh, and that really has sort of, you know, and, and I remember feeling like, well, I guess we have to do this again now, you yeah. know, <laughs> um, and, uh, and then we're gonna have to keep doing this, uh, you know, so that, that that's where it, you know, is for me, it's like it really like you can really feel, you know other people enjoying it and it really just makes for such a blast no you totally like i you know i've been wanting to get drunk in that bar since i was six years old and uh to be able to to do that and and with friends and then having and just watching people come in the door like dan said like you're smiling non-stop like everybody reverts back to like they're 12 years old they got a blaster on their head <laughs> and uh, just being absolutely you know ridiculous and being immersed in this world where you're, you feel like you're just you're in star wars yeah exactly that, that, that's like that's like with me i'm, I'm a six foot seven professional stuntman i'm supposed to be this badass but i as he's a big as, teddy bear as soon as i walk into that place i'm just like smile from ear to ear and i just, I just have so much fun i mean that's stuff. that's why i want to be in film man star wars the good just the complete immersion of this other universe and it's one of those franchises that stood the test of time and and it's more than just the movies to yeah. us you know it's it's uh it's the star it's more than this, just this the is movie. The way. yeah you know it is this is the way <laughs> Well, guys, yeah. I really want to thank you guys for coming out. Please, everybody, uh, spacedive303.com. You're not going to hate it. Dude, trust me, you're going to have a blast. Space dive, <laughs> what did I say? 303. Oh, did I? I'm yeah, sorry. the 411. 313.com. 
and we are back. Man, that was so cool, dude. I love those guys, man. I'm just so excited for Space Eye. I'm ecstatic. So I'm so wife, excited. My wife does a different makeup on me every year. It's usually, <coughs> excuse me, there we go. Uh, it's usually uh, Darth Maul's type, where I'll have some horns and stuff like that, but instead of red and black, I do black and uh, blue and black paint. Nice, very nice. Very, very nice. Do you ever like uh, do lightsaber fights? Yeah. Oh yeah. I have my lightsaber, and I have I have an old school one. I don't have the. You have the, and it yeah, comes out. Yeah, I love those. The hilt is really nice. Those are the best yeah. ones to fight with. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you have like the the one piece ones now. I'm always afraid of. I'm so afraid I'm gonna break it. They say you can, and it's supposed to be like pretty, but like if you're really swinging it, it's yeah. like that's the glass, right? It's like some kind of. It's not glass, but yeah, it's yeah. It, 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 it's a glass type. Substance. Well, it feels fragile, whatever. It is. Yes. But uh, yeah, those other ones are just this plastic. It's like They're not real plastic. lightsabers, folks. FYI. Yeah. I mean, if but, it's real to you. But have you heard? Have you heard about the one at the park? How it's like apparently really disappointing. Like the one at Disney's park, like the Star, the Star Cruiser thing that everyone's oh, like, oh my god, it's yeah. too much money. We're not gonna do this. Um, apparently, it's very disappointing. Yeah. It's like not. It's not as cool. As it, they make it, yeah, that's why no one can buy them or play with them or, yeah, because apparently, like, they're very not as cool as it yeah. looks. They're all, like, for show. Yeah. Well, I mean. Kind of like Boba Fett. Oh. He's all flash and no substance. No. Um, <laughs> freaking, um, but, uh, yeah, so no, I'm, I'm pumped that we're doing this again. I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about this for a bit, you know. Yeah. Should we come back? But uh, it actually worked out great. Actually, Space Time was like. Inspiration to come back because yep. uh, John reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, because I reached out to him two years ago when we were doing yeah. the podcast and we, Space Time was supposed to happen." Yep. And uh, you know, and ob- obviously, as you know, that March everything shut down, so we didn't what happened? Got a chance to do that. So what happened? Uh, something happened. I don't remember what it was, but mm. uh, something. I think I lost my keys. Yeah. Oh man, but uh, yeah. So no, it's super exciting to have them on. I'm really and thank you guys uh, if you're still watching. Uh, check stopping by. Um, it's gonna be really cool. I'm really excited. Um, and uh, I'm just pumped we're back doing. It. And honestly, time's up. Obi Wan's coming out soon. Yeah. And um, you know, I I can't watch Spider Man No Way Home anymore. It's <laughs> it's 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 a lot. Yeah. But it's so good. Oh, it's so, so literally, because I'm working all the time. So I just put things on the background. I want to watch something new. Yeah. No way home. So, yeah, we, yeah, we're excited to be back. We're going to be doing this. Uh, we'll have, you know, it depends. We might change things up a little bit. We might have uh, episodes about 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, we may not be here next week. We may not be here next we, week. We may not be here next week. We might be somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. Who knows? We might be in the other room. But, but, we'll, but we'll get some content out. And uh, if you guys can subscribe and uh, share it. You know, we're all, we're all Star Wars geeks together, right? Yeah, tell, yeah. Tell your other Star Wars geeks to, to listen in. And, uh, you know, once we get rolling, too, I want to yep. try to maybe get back to how we were. People could email in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Questions and stuff like that. And yep. We'll, we'll go from there. And, all the, and, and as always, getting guests like we had. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to get us into, I'm not going to say who, but I'm trying to get us a, a, a good one. It'll be cool. Hopefully. <laughs> It's very vague. It's somebody who is in some version of Star Wars. Uh, But, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, we got – there's a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff coming up over the next couple years. We got more Mando. We got Obi-Wan. We have Andor. We have, um, you know, so many things. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot Ahsoka. I'm so excited for Ahsoka. To see Thrawn in live action is going to be – No, it's blue so, like that. Well, it's I love so how they, the guy who did the voice is playing him. Yeah. As much as I would love to see Benedict Cumberbatch play him, oh, I, I, I think this guy's going to be awesome. I wanted, uh, what's his name, Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. He <laughs> would be really good, cool. but, I mean, he was he was in, you know, Rogue One. Yeah. So, he is a great actor, though. Cool you know, you know not in the U.S., he's, he's known as a very comedic actor. No, really? Yeah, whereas here, he's like Mr. Villain. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, uh, subscribe at Wookie Podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, the Twitter. I think we're on the Twitter. 
pretty sure we're on the Twitter. By the time you watch this, we'll have a Twitter. Um, and uh, next week, I'm really excited. I had this idea, and I think we're gonna we're gonna do this. We chatted about it a little bit during the break. Um, we're gonna make a tournament bracket, a tournament bracket. March Madness. Sort of. Yes, March Madness in April in a galaxy far, far away. Um, and we're going to take every piece of media, live action and cartoon of Star Wars, and put them on a bracket. And we're going to basically battle it out and figure out what is the greatest and worst piece of Star Wars media ever. That's, I think that's going to take several episodes. Though. Oh, yeah, and we're going to get people involved. We'll get people's opinions. Like You guys will put polls up on it, the socials, on like everywhere that you can go vote. And, yeah. um, you know, we actually we, we put this video up on YouTube. We can put a poll on it and you know and you guys can leave comments and technology technology it's uh it's awesome unless it's a crappy lightsaber and then it's still really cool i want one anyway but thank you for tuning in listening watching you know standing outside the window and going what the f are these guys talking about but we appreciate uh, all of it yes and may the force be with you, you. yes what did you say may the force be with you <laughs>